There's a man on the dance floor. You better not feel the groove. DJ, I'm gonna burn this goddamn house right down. Can we leave that in? Yeah, we can leave it in if you want. It's a terrible start to someone's week, but oh no, this is no. When's our podcast come out? Oh, no, the no, end of the this week. is the the weekend. Oh, it's Luke. called weekend. It's right? called week. Yeah, yeah. I think you briefly had a <laughs> stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Just a brief one though. But me having a stroke, like most people, like the signs of a stroke were like their one half of their body goes numb or like their smelling heart. smelling burnt toast. Yeah, my like <laughs> diagnosis, like I think he's having a stroke. If I just start going, there's a murder on the dance floor. <laughs> And then forgetting what the podcast is called. DJ, I think he's having a stroke. Oh my God, call an ambulance. He's having a stroke. (laughs) Welcome back to Luke and Meg. We're getting you ready for the weekend. Yes, we are. We are in Edinburgh. Hello, uh, you bloody geezers. That's not... That's, that's, hold on, that's uh, London. That's that's Uh, British. Scottish is more like, uh, channel your inner Shrek. Everyone here sounds like Shrek. It's like a whole place and everyone's pissed off about someone being in their swamp. I'm pretty sure everywhere we've been, Luke's been like, come on, man, talk like Shrek. Do a Shrek quote for me. Do a Shrek quote for me. And Every time I meet a sound tech, I'm like, oh, can you say like, if it was me, you'd be dead? And they're like, okay. And they say it and I'm like, oh, let's go. It's awesome. It's literally like if someone came to Australia and were like, can you say put another shrimp on the barbie? Yeah, literally. It is the equivalent. I don't know, actually. Shrek quotes go hard. It's actually not the same because Paul Hogan is a real person. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm being like, can you do an ogre impersonation for me now? Why is this guy looking through our window? But he's probably trying to see if we're doing an OnlyFans because all he can see is there's a camera that's been set up in a living room uh, and I'm pretty sure this is... Yeah, but they were taking photos of the house next to us before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this is how cocky I'm getting. I'm like, oh, probably some fans. So I should probably get my tits out, huh? What? Give them a show. (laughs) Sure. No, you should get your tits out. That's a show. You just pop a neat. (laughs) You go up to the window, put your foot on the windowsill and you're like, here you go, boys. Not not for free. Flash your nut. Not for free. (laughs) No, if you've got something good, never give it away for free. Tickets at lukekidgel.com to my pretty good comedy. If someone was like, flash me like just a, a little bit of your nut, a tiny bit of your neat, how much would you do it for? Doesn't even have my face. Nut, nothing, just a nut. Oh. Because it could be any nut, like I guess. a dollar. Take <laughs> <laughs> it. Dollar. It's just a ball sack. Like if it's not associated with my ball sack, I could just Google a picture of a ball sack. Really? Yeah, but they just send it to someone. You would you would be associating whatever ball sack you send through <laughs> with you because you'd be the one sending it. They're like, send me a picture of a ball sack with today's Edinburgh newspaper, like next to it, and your like signature over the top of it. <laughs> Well, then it's a like a more. Polaroid, a Polaroid picture just that you've signed. Yeah, <laughs> probably more than probably like two dollars. It would be even more confusing if you did get another photo of someone else's nut. In that case, <laughs> if it's like a a custom pol- Polaroid, yeah, I'm just signing someone else's nuts. <laughs> I signed a crazy frog last night after the show. That was awesome. It was a fi- he bought like up an actual yeah figurine of yeah, it. You cool. signed it. Um, the show's been awesome. The UK is sick. Dude, do it's so start? good. I don't even know. I fucking love this place. Start it from the beginning. That's where most stories begin. Or should we do like one of those like time, time jump movies where, you know, we start 
telling a story now. Like it starts in the future. Can I do the rewind? Oh no, fuck! We need to start the weekend. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, hold on. Turning up. So, winding down. Mm-hmm. you you must be thinking, guys, how? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna know what to do over the weekend and how to feel if there's no spinning wheel here? Oh, well, oh well, good, we shipped the big wheel. No, that's not true. We got a mini wheel made, a travel wheel. It's so small. It's, uh, I would say it's the size of a coaster. I reckon no drum roll, no big hoo-ha, flick it once, and that's what we're doing for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll All right. hold it out, you give it a flick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what she They said. definitely think that we're doing a porno in here. They absolutely do. <laughs> Makes flicking. Oh, that was a good it. one. We're winding down. We're winding down. That was over so quick. That was over so quick. I did do a good flick though. I'm not that uh, mad about that because we have a weekend off, I think. Yeah, and I'm I'm absolutely like winding down because I'm fucking tired, dude. I'm screwed. The shows have been so freaking good, but we'll start from the beginning. Let's do the rewind sound. All right, we're here. It wouldn't be balls. It'd be balls backward. It'd be like, so Labs. Labs. It'd be so Salba. What are we doing? Oh, yeah, tell people about it. Sorry. So okay. We got on the plane. Oh, okay. The first thing that went wrong, well, a lot of things went wrong. I feel like Luke I had was a really bad 24 hours Luke, on the way here. I had a shocker. I think it was the worst 24 hours you have ever had. It was the wars for you. I just, in the end, felt so bad. Well, like, we, so I woke up that morning, hadn't really packed, started off my fault. So, because <laughs> you hadn't packed. Yeah, I could have probably started off in a better way. But it packed all day. We kind of left at night. We also did last week's podcast that day as well. Yeah. And if you listen to the end of last week's podcast, you will you would have already heard me having a mental breakdown about <laughs> six hours before we went to the airport. So this is kind of the story. <laughs> the story really picks up right after we left last week. Yes, This it is does. just the sequel. Yeah, of- <laughs> this is the continuation. And then we get to the airport and my phone charger broke oh i think my phone's broke no your phone broke now i'm one of those people and i used to judge and laugh at these people because blake pavey on tour he's little like he you know the people when they're a little the charging port in your phone that you put the cord in gets broken so people start rolling around with those pad charges yeah where you stick your phone and you lay it yeah and it's embarrassing because you're backstage and you're holding like this big pad to the Back yeah, it's it's just sad, like especially when you have to try and use the phone because you're well, then just holding the thing or you're on the ground. But like, it was like 50 bucks, so I got stung at the airport. No, well, for, for like 20 minutes though, he was – so we have like five phone chargers in our bag. Like he decided to take every phone charger in the bloody house. Mm. And so he's going around going, oh, my God, all of these phone chargers are broken, <laughs> all of them. And I'm like, what do you mean? All five of the phone chargers are broken. And yet he, he was like – yeah, yeah, all five of them are broken. It's not my what? phone. Listen up, kids. <laughs> Never, ever look internally and blame yourself. Blame other factors, other people, <laughs> other things in life because you are not the problem. Oh, my God. A little bit of inspo to head into the weekend. <laughs> We're going to have the c***iest audience ever. Good. <laughs> Manufactured by us. 
Because you know what? I've been meeting them all after the shows. A lot of Luke and Meg fans. Too bloody nice. They're so lovely. Me. Can I give a shout out? And yeah. I, I don't want to uh, make shout outs a regular thing. Yeah. This podcast. Why? Ah. All right. Quick shout out. I don't like them. That's fair. <laughs> I just would... Like, I'm happy to do them. On past podcasts I've done, we've banned them. Yeah. But I'm happy to just do minimal. Okay, go. Shout out to Ollie. Uh, he was in Edinburgh at my show. He's uh, lives here now, but he's from Sydney. He uh, came up, like, so he's lived here for like 10 years, but he's originally from Ye- Sydney. So he yes. was like one of the only Australians in the crowd. Front row, mullet on. Representing. Why did I say like he put it on? Like he, <laughs> It's the flag. He went on and just... Like he left the house. He's like, I'll put on my mask. Um, <laughs> Goes in, puts it on like a helmet, yeah. snaps it in. Just front row, absolute king. Like he got ripped on a bit like by the opening act and then I did keep ripping on him. Oh, yeah. Anyway, lovely guy. Great sense of humor. Comes up after the show and was like, oh, I found you, uh, both of you through your podcast. Like just a clip. Let's go. Up. And he's like. He looked around and goes, I had no idea that you really did all this stand-up stuff. He's like, I just enjoy your podcast. That's so good. I was like, let's go. Six seven episodes in and the, the one person that's just a sole Luke and Meg fan, like he has no interest in anything that's else. That's the I first do. one we've, I, I think we've had ever. Uh, yeah. Like the first actual just Luke and Meg fan. Who was confused that I was telling jokes. He was like, <laughs> oh, why aren't you recording? <laughs> Wait, like a podcast. Where's Meg? Where's your co-host, bro? <laughs> anyway, he was very lovely. So sh- shout out to him. Yes. Anyway, we're at the airport. I get, I get stung for like $50 charger. Obviously, I haven't eaten dinner. So I get charged for like an $18 burger. Yeah. Whatever, you name it. I've sp- I already dropped about 150 bucks at the airport mm. by the time I've even got on the plane. Yeah. And then I also, in the process of us eating that ridiculously expensive meal, I uh, accidentally ate my tongue. That's true. Uh, so like... Still no feeling in the tongue, guys. Uh, and a new update, because I've started eating, uh, turns out if you've got a numb tongue, you can't feel when you're chewing it off. So I actually bit a like, quarter of my tongue off. Just yeah. fell off. Meg keeps getting hungry for tongue. So yes. Um, num, 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 num. Meg's like, oh, I've bitten another part of my tongue off. Yeah, well, it starts <laughs> bleeding profusely. But, you know, it's so weird. The next day started healing up straight away. It, Anyway, because she keeps biting bits off, she's constantly running at eighty percent tongue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Anyway, yes, you got stung at the airport, fifty dollar case. Yeah, so I'm already furious by the time I've got on the plane. Yeah, first flight's great. I'm a type of guy I don't really get time to watch many movies. So I, when I get on planes, it's like the only time I watch movies. So I tick off things that I've never seen. I try and watch a few classics, and then. Like a few things I haven't seen. Ticked off like three X-Men films. It was great. Yeah. In the first flight. Oh, no, two in the first flight. Uh, we get to Hong Kong, stop over, get back on the plane like an hour later to go from Hong Kong to London. And that is a 14-hour flight, the next leg, after I've just done nine. We Sitting down, I look in my bag, I can't find my glasses. And I'm very dependent on my glasses. Super. Light, I have a custom prescription and I've only had the eye surgery about three and a half weeks ago. So my eyes are still incredibly painful when I don't wear them. And it was like recommended by the doctors. Like maybe you just wear them all the time when yeah. you can. Yeah. Uh, just to help your eyes recover. Like whenever you're looking at your phone, any single screen, screen, any screen that you... You, like, you know, if yeah. you're going to sit uh, awake staring at a screen after you've been awake for already 24 hours, um, 
and you've got to do another 14 of just consuming <laughs> mindless content, make sure you wear glasses. They're not in my bag. I've realized I've left them on the last plane. Uh, so my glasses currently are somewhere in Hong Kong. <laughs> so if anyone in China has seen them, um, I don't know how big our podcast listenership is from <laughs> Hong Kong. I don't think it's that big, but man. if you are from Hong Kong... Have a look around, check check your couch or something like that. <laughs> Could have fallen down the crack. They're most likely uh, on an airplane somewhere. Yeah, but I so I go up to the like the staff. They're like, there's they're pretty pretty much like they're lovely, but they're like, there's nothing we can do about it. The plane's like already gone. Uh, you can contact Lost Property, but at this point, I didn't have a SIM card in my phone that worked because we have our Australian SIM cards. We're gonna we're planning on buying London SIM cards. We had a 24-hour period yeah. where we didn't like couldn't call someone. Yeah, exactly. Right? We could use the internet, but well, not it. Yeah, the the plane Wi-Fi fucking sucked. It didn't even yeah. work. I don't think. No, it didn't. So then I, because now most people in this situation would go, all right, we'll just give your eyes a rest and maybe try and get some snoozers in for 14 hours because you've already a been bit up sleep. for 20 for over 24 hours straight. Yep. Not me. Philosopher's Stone, X Men Two. <laughs> My eyes are fucking bleeding at this point. <laughs> they were actually, that's not an exaggeration. I looked at him and his eye had literally popped a blood vessel. Popped it was a blood vessel. It was bleeding. But Wolverine was on my screen and it actually felt like Hugh Jackman had just like got the claws out. It's like the true, the, the true 4D experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's taking 4D to like a whole new level. Yeah. Um, and then just continued to watch movies for 14 hours and I could not see, think or do anything Yeah. Uh, for like 48 hours when we got to London. I was in a different planet. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. And then we've been trying, I eventually just got blue light glasses today. I've been having a week where I can't do anything. It was pretty much just the worst start to the trip imaginable. Mm. And it, I'm still not at the point where I'm laughing about it. Meg is. Uh, well, no, because you're still in pain. You still don't have your glasses. I don't think you're going to be laughing about it until you've had at least a week where you have your glasses and you're yeah, yeah ready. Like Amazon blue light glasses and make things I look cool in them. I like them. I like them. Um, oh, if you actually are in the UK and listening to this, uh, there still is tickets to Sheffield. Oh, yeah. 21st. Not many, it's though. the biggest show I've ever done yeah. in my entire career. It's in, <laughs> in Sheffield. Sheffield. It's like a 1,200-seater, and I think there's only like 70 tickets left. So I would love to see you there. That's going to be fun. Um, well, we can talk about this. Yeah. Can you – okay. <laughs> we still haven't done London yet, so I don't really want to put many people offside, but fuck them. <laughs> You're a bunch of fucking miserable pricks, aren't you? <laughs> you really are, the Brits. <laughs> No, and I know that sounds uncalled. Not all of them. Well, well, a, large, a lot of them. A large majority. A lot. So we get to London. We're enjoying ourselves, by the way. It's not London that's the problem. No. Right? It was fine. It was great. Like Ed, The North has been m- much more fun, mm. but London was great. Yeah, I like it. Edinburgh, Edinburgh a lot more. Awesome. <laughs> Newcastle was great. Uh, we'd have gone Glasgow tomorrow, right? It's been awesome. Um. And we were having a beer, celebrating the fact that, you know, we're doing shows overseas. It's cool. Just to, we had a couple of nights to ourselves before we started this hectic tour run. Yeah, so, exactly. God forbid we go and have a quiet beer by ourselves. I put it on my story and I wrote, <laughs> London pubs go extremely hard, which is very positive. Yeah. Right? And it was, look, it wasn't a, a complete lie. We like, were having a great time. Yeah, I was enjoying it. Dude, the amount of angry DMs we got. <laughs> 
just people just like they're, they're shit they're not even pubs they're <laughs> bars they're too expensive you fucking don't know anything blah 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 like some person just went get the fuck out same person a year earlier why don't you ever come to London no they're like, you're driving up inflation prices. Get the fuck out. Comments on my post. We posted a picture of us in front of the Tower Bridge because we're tourists and we're like, oh, that was in Spider-Man. And all the <laughs> comments are like, you're the ones driving up inflation. Go fuck yourselves. And we're like, dude, we're just trying to visit the palace and just hang out for two days. We're trying to see something that we've never fucking seen before. God forbid a couple of tourists come in and stimulate your fucked economy. You're the same <laughs> You're the same people who will go to Australia and who are like, where the fuck are all the kangaroos? Yeah. Where are, you'll be in literally the city and you'll be like, where are the, where are the kangaroos? Why is there no bush around? No, they wouldn't sound like that. That's what we'd sound like. In <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm Australian. Yeah, yeah. So, Hold on a second, sorry. Why the bloody fuck are there no... Where where are the bloody kangaroos? Where are the bloody kangaroos? When I'm saying this, I'm not joking. I've never gotten so much negativity towards anything I've probably ever done in my career than post a picture of us at a pub. Yeah. And I didn't realise how unpopular it would be to enjoy London pubs. Now, I understand they're expensive, but we're tourists. We're there for two nights. I'm happy to pay like eight pounds or whatever for a pint. I know that's expensive. That's like, actually is a lot. It's like, it wasn't even that much. It was like six pounds for a pint. Yeah. Which is like $12. And I don't think they realise alcohol is taxed so much in Australia that that's often what we pay when we go out like, your equivalent of maybe six or seven pounds for a pint and they just like can't fathom that and we're like well particularly it's it's that's more so in like uh the city and yeah, stuff London's which expensive, is but the north is yeah that's the thing so it's it's quite relative actually and then i've been talking about this on stage and it's funny because i've been like up north i'm like dude are people in london just miserable and everyone just is like yes yes, <laughs> yes. watch me 180 flip like we're in the north right now doing scotland and like northern england and stuff and i've been like yeah those fucking people in london so miserable <laughs> as soon as i get to london i'm like what the fuck's up with those scots you know <laughs> Because I just like just plain to any people oh, that yeah. you have anyone in front of me, I'm like I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. To be honest, no, I think we had fun though. I I I really liked it. I liked yeah, going around great. like being a tourist. It was fucking cold though. Yeah, turn on the sun. It's fucking cold out here. It's broken. Fix it. Because it's fine back in Australia. If anything, Australia we've turned it up too much a lot. But oh, I don't know. Melbourne can be really shit. Melbourne, but most most of the time it's fine. Mm, it's, I love it's your fun. pub names. I wrote down my favourites because British pubs they're pretty much in three formats. It's either the Something Tavern mm. uh, or the Something Arms, like the Guildford Arms <laughs> or the Shennywax Arms or yeah. the Something Arms, like the oh, I'm a Make a Wish kid with no arms or like whatever. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. <laughs> Something like that, right? And then my favourite type of pub is the pubs where they just pick two random words yeah. and put them together. And it's usually a random like object and an animal or an animal and an object. I've literally been writing down the ones we've seen. All okay. right? The cask and barrel, the hard and castle, the berry and the barrel, the dog <laughs> and duck, the coach and horses, the sog and bell. I think I wrote that down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
think <laughs> I feel like they would actually sog. They would absolutely do that. Let's come on. And now I've been just trying to come up with great pubs names. Like that's all Megan and I do. We just we just walk around thinking of pub names. Yeah, like the Limpin Biscuit. <laughs> the best one I come up with. <laughs> no, this was great. Oh, the Queef and the Turd. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't want to get a pint at the Queef and the Turd. And then I said, because like usually the lower part of the pub, that's like the main part, but then they'll have usually a ladies lounge. I thought that the ladies lounge could just be called the Queef Lounge yeah. instead. The, the, men, the gentleman's lounge is the Turd. The Turd. At the bottom of the pub. It's in the basement. It's in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like Gary. Yeah. You know, just some guy that. That goes there every Wednesday. Okay. Smells like turds. Yeah. That's the aroma. Please leave your pub name suggestions below, like oh the, the nickel in the back. You know? <laughs> For some reason, I think going with rock band from the 90s as English pub names is funny. Don't know why. You just got to pick two uh, random objects. It's a pretty easy game. It's a low barrel. Uh, barrel? I'm already thinking of pubs. It's a low <laughs> bar of entry. <laughs> Yes, the shows have been awesome. Bit on, there's been a bit going on. There is, you, a, yeah, that's it's it's very overwhelming. You, there's been a lot. Your KFC sucks. Oh fuck! Let's what a, have you done? Let's address that. What are you doing here? God, it sucks. It tasted like cardboard and cum. <laughs> and I know what both of those things taste like. So yes, <laughs> it did taste like that. <laughs> <laughs> Like your mum listened to this pod? Nah, I think she she thought she would like it, and then I think she listened to the first episode, and she's like, "Ah, I think I'll give it a miss." Yeah. yeah. Now I wonder, I wonder why. So, <laughs> I wonder if the part maybe it was the part where you where a daughter said, "I like come." That <laughs> might have been the bit that she would have been like, "Oh, maybe this is not for me." <laughs> Did I say that in the first app? No, but you you know, it's just. But you said you said it then. Yeah. Now she's definitely not listening. Now she's so definitely not listening. Absolutely not. Um, what do you want to... Oh, yeah, this is one. I have a question for you. Oh, a question. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> you know how we flew from... So we're in London for a couple of days. Then we flew from London to Edinburgh, like on a domestic flight. Yeah. And the way you booked the flight was... I don't like sitting in the middle seat. I love an aisle seat and Meg knows that. Yeah. But she likes a window seat. And sometimes it's just a good play if the flight's not too busy to roll the dice and book one person on the window seat and one person in the aisle because often they just won't put a person in between you. Well, no, the person, yeah, or the person doesn't want to choose to be in between you so they'll go somewhere else. Yeah. So often you just get the middle seat free. Yeah. Unfortunately, some guy came and sat in between us. Yeah. And... Before we left to the airport, we were both like, ah, we're really tired. I can't be bothered to have a shower. And I remember you saying the phrase, yeah, I definitely smell like crusty fish. Yeah. And you kept on saying this phrase, like, yeah, crusty fish. Yeah, I definitely smell like crusty fish. And then fish. I was like, yeah, no, definitely crusty fish. And, yeah. like, and I just Wait, you smell like crusty fish. As well. Yeah, I distinctly remember <laughs> saying the phrase, dude, fuck the person that has to sit next to us on the plane. Right? Then we get on the plane. The guy comes to sit next to us. He's like reading a book. You know where this is going. Don't you? I know where this is going. We take off. We've been in the plane for about 25 minutes. It's only like an hour and a bit flight. It's kind of like flying for Australian people between like Melbourne and Sydney. Right? Yeah. It's not a very long flight. As soon as the seatbelt light goes off, the guy closes his book, gets out of his seat and goes, excuse me, 
I'm going to go. And he had like a real thick British accent. He goes, excuse me, I'm going to move seats now. And then he just got up and walked down the other end of the plane. And my question for you is, do you think it's because we both smell like crusty feet? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That guy, there was, there was literally three free seats. There were three. All around us. There were three free seats next to us. Like literally next to us. This guy got up and walked to the other fucking end of the plane and so sat confusing. with another person i'm pretty sure Do just on the he end he had a friend at the end of the plane or, or he was traveling by god himself? i fucking hope so but i hope so i don't so. know what the rules are here but in australia it's like very kind of strict assigned seating on planes like well, you, especially you, with covid yeah like since covid you you can get up and move but then on the landing you have to go back to your original seat he did not return no sir and we never saw that man again and the whole time, I felt like he, he was kind of weird about it. Like, he was sitting in between us, and he looked... He was, like, kind of looking in between us, and he looked really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was just, like, to him, like, can I, like, help you? Like, what? So Maybe he was, like, is it me? <laughs> Maybe he was, like, I don't know if this is me. And then he went one side, and he's, like, crusty fish to the other side. And he's, like... Yep, crusty fish. Okay, so maybe it is me because why would both of these seemingly strangers, because why would you not just sit together if you're together? Yeah. Why do the, both of these strangers smell like crusty fish? Yeah. True, that's true. We probably just made him really self-conscious. <laughs> so that's why. He's probably like, oh my God, like I've, I've put on the wrong perfume. I thought I put on. I must be the one. You know, like Calvin Klein, I put on crusty fish. You know? <laughs> and he, yeah, maybe he moved because he was insecure. That's awesome. Nah, it's, what it's, a power move from yeah. us. <laughs> Let's go. Outwiffing out a stranger on a plane. Okay, so the moral of this story, guys, Don't is... shower before you fly. Yes, because you might get another free seat. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I got a text from my sister the other day because I always ask her how my niece and nephew are doing. Um, particularly my niece because she's just started school. And so I'm like, okay, this is a big moment in her life. And I've left for a month, like right at the very beginning of her starting school. Meg is the Disney auntie. I am absolutely the Disney auntie. When I come back, I'm like, let's go to the arcade. Let's go to the farm. Let's go fucking do shit. Let's and make like, up for all the time that I'm in here in your life, in your formative years. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, auntie Meg, auntie Meg. And I'm like, candy, there we go. Let's go. Kirsten uh, messaged me the other day just going, so uh, Gracie's come out. I'm like, what do you mean she's come out? She's like, oh, God, uh, it's been been a big week for us. Um, So she's a a vlogger now. And I was like, oh, my God, no. Happens to the best of them. It's (gasps) happened to me. No. Hey, guilty. Bloody hell. These bloody vloggers coming in. And they're not taking our jobs because they're usually unemployed. No, but they're warping our children's minds. They're coming in and they're invading our algorithm. (laughs) And I don't like it. You know, us original vloggers, you know, you don't know what it's like. It was everyday bro with the Disney channel. (laughs) And you wouldn't understand that. All right. No, I I go back home and I like confront your five-year-old niece (laughs) and I'm like, Grace, all right, this is kind of my territory. I'm the attention seeker in the family. Don't take my thing. All right. (laughs)
<laughs> She'd probably vlog the whole scenario. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Luke Kidgel, <my laughs> Auntie <laughs> Meg's boyfriend, <laughs> cracks the shits at dinner and it's like. At five year old niece. Yeah. <laughs> I experienced child abuse. <laughs> And then it's like, in asterisk, emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no, but apparently she gets off like every morning and she has like the like a fake camera. She'll just go around the house going like, so guys, this is my getting ready. Uh, I'm about to go to school. And she's just vlogging. So doesn't vlog on the phone or anything? No, she's just vlo- like to an imaginary camera. See, when we were kids, we used to play like imaginary uh, like like cops or robbers or like imaginary doctor. That was a dope game. Or cops or robbers. Yeah, but like we used to play like imaginary uh, house. Like that was just the thing that girls used to do. Like yeah. Imaginary tea party. Yeah. Or now kids are just like vlogging, consuming so much content that they're like imagining that they're like doing like a bubble tea brand deal. <laughs> Look, there were warning signs. There were a lot of warning signs about this because literally a week prior to this happening, uh, we were playing like one of those beanbag games where you have to get the beanbag in the hole. Um, And we were just like playing it and I missed and she, oh no, she missed a shot and she just goes, oh God, just replay the video. And then Xavier started like dying laughing because he was like, did you? say replay the video we're, we're in real life and then she started laughing oh as well she was being serious she was like oh just replay the video and i was like that's not good i was like babes we're in real life um you're actually holding a physical beanbag you are not watching a show right now we cannot just take it back 10 seconds we've hit the point where kids now are struggling to understand the difference she's five real though life and yeah, online. but she's five. Blended. So if that's like, I know. oh, fuck. And that's the thing. It's not Just like... Just put chips in their brain. They'll be happier. <laughs> we can control them easier that way as yeah, well. Yeah, and then they can replay the video. <laughs> 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 so, they can be like, hang on, what happened again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... Kirsten was like, there was a, another kind of just out of the blue message and she goes, uh, can you explain to me why my five-year-old just told me to commit to the bit? <laughs> and I was like, what video would you watch? That, I was like, honest, hey, mum, just commit to the mi- bit, babe. <laughs> just commit to the bit. might be my influence. I feel like... Did you say that one time? No, but kids just like... You know, like they just pick up on stuff. It's why like people say like you shouldn't swear on kids. Everyone's like, oh, they're they're not listening. It's like, well, no, they pick up on... Yeah, they pick up on things. Like (laughs) sometimes like to Matt, like who who is their dad and stuff. Oh my God. Matt and Kirsten. I'll be like, you know... Matt, Matt, commit to the bit. I'm like, come on, man, commit to the bit. Like don't don't do this (laughs) if you're not going to commit to the bit. So maybe like, I don't know, like who else in your family is dropping lingo like i know i feel like this is this is entirely our fault like this is completely our fault she wakes up one morning for kindergarten she's like mom are we winding down or turning up this weekend (laughs) you know kirsten's like fucking meg (laughs) jesus that is how crazy is legitimately kind of terrifying i know i don't and this is the thing it's not it's not just um kirsten was like i've like taken away i've i've like really uh, shortened their time on like screen time and everything. But because at school, like some kids their age already have smartphones and stuff. So yeah. And like prep. 
yeah oh like like some kids have like ta- they bring their tablets and stuff or um because they have ipads now at school it started off with do you have any games on your phone that was like five to ten years ago yeah and now it's I have all the games I've ever wanted on my iPad. No, but not only that, need on my anymore. iPad, on my smartphone, on my computer, on my now it's us going Switch, so PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, what games do you have? <laughs> I don't have games on my phone. I have like three for the plane. Yeah. Like, I have Candy Crush still, which yeah. I only ever play on flights if I just get so bored and there's no screen in front yeah. of me. Yeah. I was going to say, we're judging them. Think about Oh, no, no, no. As I said, it's our fault. Yeah. It is absolutely our fault because they've seen. It's also a, a thing of like, um, Gracie really, really likes me. <laughs> she really likes me. She loves me so much. Weird flex. No, to a point where, yeah, I know, very strange flex. Oh, my niece yeah. loves me. Um, no, but she, she definitely, I feel like would like watch some of the stuff that I do and and she would like keep up with that which is not good some of the some of the things and stuff but uh yeah I feel like I've definitely done this <laughs> auntie Meg said she likes the taste of cum <laughs> mummy what does cardboard and cum taste like <laughs> UK KFC darling <laughs> do we have any more anecdotes I've complained about the KFC oh I mean Probably should be say something positive. The best shows I've ever had in my career. Yeah. Every night. Insane. Just so much fun. Last night, I think I I literally cried off like all of my eyelashes because I was just laughing so <laughs> fucking hard. I had to so I, I'm doing all of the camera work. To, I'm doing all of the camera work and stuff for these shows. And last night I had to set the camera up. And it was such a good show that I literally had to walk all the way back from the camera because otherwise you, that's all you would have been able to hear. Like me literally cr- like crying of laughter. It's funny. Men- Meg is undeniably my biggest fan. I'm absolutely his biggest She's fan. Like the dream girlfriend. You come with me everywhere. You're yeah, but I fucking love it. person <laughs> I could ask for. She's seen the show. 200 times (laughs) and then like i'll just be like yeah so uh, i've got a pretty boring head and meg's just at the back like yeah he fucking does no i don't get not those bits no but the crowd work's been amazing because the the big thing about here is i thought it would be like the one type of person but because it's so culturally diverse there are so many different variations of a question because obviously each culture and each um like place has their own you know, way of saying something or doing something or like the job, even though they could, they could have the same job as someone in Australia, they'll have a different take on it. Cause it's, you know, two yeah. completely different things basically. And so I have, fu- I've been freaking loving it because I've heard the show that yeah, 200 times over, but I've not only that, mix it up a bit here in the UK though. Yeah. Change, I have the, some bits that are very Australian that I don't do here. Yeah. Kind of like added in some newer bits that I'm going to do on my tour this year in Australia. It definitely is like a, like a little different, but even like the crowd work in Australia, particularly just the question, what do you do for work? Yeah, every young person either works at Coles, Woolies or any fast food place yeah hospitality or even like and even when it is a tradie and stuff like i we've heard 
basically the same variation like of those like 200 times over so it becomes quite repetitive even though you can say some fucking hilarious things it's on it like so refreshing it's, yeah new people even though i talk to new people every night in australia it's more just like i don't know like in every crowd because i'm not doing the rest of europe which i do want to try and get to other places in europe i'm aware that yeah I'm doing it we're trying to book it in for next year people have just traveled like last night we had like Heaps of Irish people because we're up north here. Like we had like people from Hungary. We had people from Berlin. Yeah. Like just the whole crowd is just a mix mash of like Europe and we had some Brazil. Brazil. Brazil was that was crazy. Um, like I had and Lithuania. Yeah, and some people That's literally right. were on holidays and like other places, and then they were like, "Oh, I when I got tickets, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna get on a plane and and come here." Yeah. And so we were like, "Wait, so you you don't even." you're not even from here. And they're like, no, I'm not from here. I'm from this place. But then I went on a holiday to this place. And then I saw that you had tickets and I was like, fuck it, I'll go there. So then That's I came awesome. to this place and we're like, what is but happening? I, I know <laughs> I opened the podcast with 30 minutes of saying how like miserable or whatever. That was kind of a joke. They definitely had a soak at my Instagram but that was just mainly people in London. I'm not sure if it's like a Scottish thing. I've heard that people up north are super nice. Like that's a stereotype. Yeah. You know, in the sense of like Canadians are super nice. People up north here are apparently super nice. Right? Yeah. Which they are. They're, go- they're beautiful people. So I freaking love it I, here. I don't know if it transcends the whole of the United Kingdom. We'll see. Right? <laughs> we'll find out. Based <laughs> off my Instagram DMs. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, there seems to be like so much respect built in to their culture that it was so obvious. I was about 10 minutes into the first show and I went, oh, we are the convict country. Yes. And it fucking shows every time I get on a stage in Australia. You know what the awesome thing is here? All the rooms are like underground in basements. There's no like cell phone reception. Yeah. So it's just like no one's on their phones. No one talks to each other throughout the show. They're not like in Australia, you say a thing that's relatable and it's not rude because people are trying to enjoy it. But they go, oh my God, oh my God, that's like when Damien did the thing. And like, blah, blah. and girls, they just start, it's always girls. I know. They and they start talking to each other. That was respectful though. They literally just will talk out loud. They'll go like, oh my God, oh my God, that's what no, we no, do. That's I'm seriously this what, is what we what do. in Australia. Yeah, that's what right? I mean. They're, yeah. they're, they're, I'm they saying just, they're way more disrespectful Australia, than that. They just like scream. They're just they like, scream oh my God, out. Stacey, that's like when you, you know. And they, yeah, it's so much worse. But here, they're just like, I mean, I don't know what it is. I think there's a little bit of like, because I haven't been here ever and there's some people have been watching my content for like five years so there's they're super excited there's definitely yeah. that that's coming to play and i don't think that's the norm i feel like if i keep coming back here every year there's a lot more respect here though you know but it's just like they were like hanging off every word they were so attentive and i kind of felt uncomfortable at first about it because i was like why isn't anyone screaming at me or like yelling at their friend or like at the bar obnoxiously oh. ordering a beer too loudly or why hasn't something from the roof fallen down because we're in a fuckhole yes. place but all these comedy clubs have been like super nice and gorgeous intimate. dude it's it's been so good i, I like people in australia listen to this like he's never coming back i know i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it has been so refreshing having mm. such like a respectful crowd that just wants to laugh and they want to be able to understand and get the joke. And so they don't do those things because they know that if they do that, then it's going to ruin the joke for not only them, but everyone around them. So they're super respectful yeah. and, and it makes it so funny. You know, I don't know what's happened to Australia, but 
no one here. Oh God, I, know, I know it sounds lame because I, I hate when comedians do this, but no one gets offended. And because I'm the, I don't consider myself a very offensive comedian at all. Well, hold on. N- nobody gets offended over things that aren't offensive. Yeah. But here, like, everyone's like, oh, because you're joking. Yes. Nice. Play on. That makes sense because, and it's funny because no one would it's ever great. say that. It's yeah. just the most like, refreshing, most fun thing I've ever done in my career. Yeah, I'm going to. Like, I, 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 I'm <laughs> sorry, but it's back. so, I've, I'm having a ball and I don't want it to end. The UK has been I'm not saying Australian so good. crowds are like bad. I've had some of the most phenomenal shows I've ever had in oh, my life yeah. in Australia, obviously. You know, people have seen them. There's been some shows that I'll remember forever. Yeah, right? for sure. But it's just the consistency and the something, some energy in the room that I cannot explain that I've never uh, been given before Yeah, as a performer. And it, it might be a little bit because I'm like exotic to them. I Potentially, have yeah. A lot of people have shows like, I love your accent. Yes, I'm not going to lie. After every single show when I've gone out, because I usually have to go out before you and like, mm. you know, packing down the cameras and stuff. Uh, there's always, they're always re-saying the bits, just trying to do the accent. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I, bl- I I fucking love his accent. I fucking love it. Like, hey, hey, uh, hi everyone. And they're like <laughs> trying to like do it's the like accent. not even me being funny. No. I'm coming off stage going like, that was the best show ever. And they're just laughing no, I, at me the no, whole no, time. No, 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 no. The bits that are funny, but I don't want to. I don't want to say the lines because no, they're the punchlines. It would be also lines. funny if they were just the whole time. They're all just like, "Look at this fucking guy. Thinks he's hilarious. <laughs> he's fucking accent. Look, he thinks you like him. We're just laughing at you. All right, go back home on your fucking plane. All right, oh, lose your glasses again. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And the whole and I'm just here like I'm having the best week ever. Yeah, no, no it's been it's, good. I really appreciate everyone. It's surreal having people come out of on the other side of the world. So thank you. I know I've been banging on about it, but I. I do really appreciate it. And so does Meg. Like, Meg has so much fun. This has been so good. What the fuck is my life? Like, it's it's so good. So many uh, fans of this podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Just because the podcast is new. I think it's new. We we were just like kind of surprised. I don't know. So surprised. Funny, all the girls here like come up to you. They come to you like, oh my God, like, I love you. But uh, all of them, I've heard like 10 girls say to you, like, you are just, you are so fucking hot. Yeah. You are so fucking hot, babe. Babes. Oh my God, I have seen you online, but in person, you are just so gorgeous. Oh my God. We keep doing a, like a Darling. London accent and that's not what they said. No, that's, no, that they came from London last night though. That's what they did. Yeah. They were like, she was like, babes, I just can't get over it. You are just so different in person. I just can't. I can't. And she was saying you look like shit online. I don't know. She was like, no, she was like, no, she was like, you're you're beautiful online. Like you are gorgeous online. But in person, you were so hot. You were just so hot. They're they're very lovely people, but they're so aggressive about it. They're like you. You are the fucking funniest I've ever met. Anyway, have a good night. Like they're just... (laughs) yes anyway thank you so much for joining us for another episode uh we hope that you have a wonderful weekend please uh comment below on the youtube video your pub names i want to read them all Um, oh my god i want to i really i'm so excited for this i want to hear them all uh remember you're winding down so chill out it's not a place that i 
particularly want to turn up at, but it's a place I want to go to like a cozy pub and have a. I want to go. Yeah, I want to go to a cozy pub. I'd oh, love bi- that. The beer shit. Can people recommend good lager or draft here? Genuinely, haven't. Oh, I had one Taddy's. That was alright. Yeah. Got burnt a few times. Not so. gonna lie, uh, not a fan of it. The, the My palate has not been quenched. The Brits <laughs> are known for their. F- food uh that as well thank you so much we hope uh that you enjoyed us talking about the uk and we'll be back again next week goodbye bye, bye people outside bye Those guys are still bye listening to this bye. whole thing bye